Hello everyone, it's Dr. Dave. Hopefully you're all doing well, enjoying the start of your Halloween week and you're creating some great experiences and you're going to get out there either yourself, perhaps your friends, you'll join them or if you have children you're going to help them have a great Halloween experience this week and if you're not into Halloween then hopefully you're enjoying some nice fall weather and uh, you're creating some good fall experiences before that winter weather rolls in maybe sometime in November. Yes, it's coming. I'm here today coming at you from the Toronto Neck and Back Pain Clinic with your daily health update for Tuesday, October 30th, 2018. We're going to look at atrial fibrillation and how that's tied to dementia. So your heart health uh, working uh, properly in terms of its heartbeat could be tied into dementia, an interesting connection there. We're going to look at smog and the risk for mouth or oral cancers, effects of a high-fat diet and how it may not just affect you but generations to come behind you. The impact of weather on your physical activity, especially if you're later on in life. And um, going to look at losing excess weight and how that lowers your risk for breast cancer. And then uh, on the chiropractic side of things, I know we're always emphasizing back pain, but it's a huge issue in society. And we're going to look at what risk factors you might have for back pain yourself. If we can identify those, maybe we can treat them early or prevent back pain altogether. You may not think you're susceptible or a target, but statistics would say otherwise. All right. Heart health is very important. It's uh, one of our vital organs. In fact, some people believe that the heart is the most important organ and uh, chiropractors uh, acknowledge the importance of the heart but would probably argue that your nervous system is even more important. And now we're going to look at the connection between the two, especially your brain and uh, your mental health uh, attached to your heart health through something called atrial fibrillation. Atrial fibrillation is a condition that's characterized by an irregular heartbeat and that has been linked to stroke and heart failure but it may speed up cognitive decline among older adults as well. An analysis of data concerning nearly 2,700 Swedish people revealed that participants with atrial fibrillation were 40% more likely to develop dementia than those without the heart condition. And that in the journal Neurology, October 2018. So this comes back to a concept we've talked about before on the daily health update comorbidity. You may have more than one thing going on with your health. It is allowed and... Um, you make sure you want to make sure you cover all your bases and the goal with function is to keep all your body parts doing what they were designed and created to do so that you don't succumb to any kind of dysfunction in those parts and that dysfunction is what leads to some of the health problems that we suffer through our lives all right so heart health brain health all connected and uh, that's why a holistic approach to your health is very important and maintaining a hard look at those lifestyle factors on a daily, weekly, monthly basis is your ally to navigating this life as best you can to create those great experiences and avoiding the negative ones, especially when it comes to health outcomes. So we know that smoking is not good for us, not good for our lungs. Secondhand smoke is not good. And in the latest news, they've actually said that air pollution is the new uh, smoking uh, that uh, you know we're getting exposed there's high rates of um, when you can't conceive what's that called you know what I mean right infertility is the word we're looking for in different parts of the world and those higher rates uh, are very much attached to our environments that uh, they are toxic 
and it's uh, hard for the body to allow it, anything to con- be uh, uh, presented for conception because it can't carry it to term because our bodies are toxic mostly from environmental exposure. There's obviously a lot of other reasons as well. But smog is now also being tied to higher risk for mouth cancers. Researchers compared the health records of more than 480,000 men with pollution data across Taiwan and found that those exposed to the highest levels of fine particulate matter were 43% more likely to be diagnosed with mouth cancer. That from the British Medical Journal, October 2018 interesting correlation there and that particulate matter we had a big problem in North America this past summer with all the forest fires that were close to um, urban centers or even uh, smaller communities but where there were populations of people getting exposed to that particulate matter definitely has health implications fortunately most of those situations were short-term hopefully but the long-term implications are, are even more severe So keeping our function, we know that there are two key allies in order to maintain function through our lives, and they are food and fitness. And um, we know that uh, a high-fat diet is not necessarily a good diet for us. It's not the premium source of energy and nutrients in our diet. And fundamentally, it just makes sense. There's just a lot of, not a lot of nutrients attached to fat. fat. Good fats are good for you. Bad fats are bad for you. But fats altogether do not have uh, enough nutrients to sustain you. Um, so these diets that uh, pr- propose the ability to eat lots of fat uh, probably not a good idea and now they're finding the effects of a high fat diet can linger for generations in a multi-generational animal study researchers observed that the grandchildren of mice that had consumed a diet high in fat before during and after pregnancy had an elevated risk for obesity insulin resistance and addictive like behavior even if the progeny were fed a standard laboratory diet The researcher notes that to combat the current obesity epidemic, it's important to identify the underlying mechanisms and to find ways for early prevention. The research uh, could help improve health advice and education for pregnant and breastfeeding couples and give their children, grandchildren and great-grandchildren a better chance of a healthy lifestyle. That from the Translational Psychiatry Journal, October 2018. Now, other than the, again, things that make you go, hmm, concept behind that information, is uh, even uh, a more important underlying theme and that is about wellness the concept of wellness has really never taken off unfortunately it may seem like it has but it hasn't because the statistics in society show that we're falling further and further behind with our health outcomes in north america and uh, it's simply because our youngest generations are not getting exposed to the wealth of information and knowledge we have on how to live a better lifestyle and avoid these health complications For some reason, we allow those generations to perpetuate the choices that create the problems over our lifespan, and that really needs to stop. So this concept of advice and education for pregnant and breastfeeding couples, not only with these diets that show high fat can be a generational problem, but the idea would be to provide them, these parents, whose children are not being born with a manual, the opportunity to perhaps consider a different kind of upbringing for them than they may provide them without that information or knowledge. It's not a right or wrong. It's not good or bad parenting. It's just basing uh, what we provide those children and the concepts that they grow up based on some facts. Um, And the fact is right now in society, we need to make some changes. So if you're a parent, an expecting parent, you're going to be a parent in the future, or you have children right now, It would be really good for you to be open to perhaps acquiring information where you provide your children with an opportunity to break the cycle of the health problems that exist in North America right now uh, and to seek those out 
uh, and get some help, especially from a paramedical provider. It's good to work in conjunction with somebody. And again, based on the information we share with you today, we're not going to treat, diagnose, prevent, or cure any illness or disease. But like every other health update, daily health update, we're going to plug you into some information that throughout the day, week, month, and the duration that we can keep this daily health update going. And if you stay plugged in, we're going to steer some of these decisions and choices you make on a daily basis, not just for you, but the loved ones in your life and your family and especially your children in a good direction so that we can overcome any health problems that we currently have and or uh, preserve our health into the future. All right. And so along with those food choices, we also have the fitness component. And they're finding that in people who are a little bit on in life, that weather can influence the physical activity in those uh, older adults. A new study that monitored the activity patterns of more than 1,200 seniors found that participants were less likely to engage in physical activity when it rained than during warmer weather. Researchers on the study write that we can't do anything about the weather, but we can get better at considering how weather can be a barrier to physical activity when we develop new strategies for the elderly to become more physically active that from the plos one journal october 2018 so we need to have an alternate strategy if our activity our physical fitness relies on being outside that if the weather is inclement and we can't do it that on those days when uh, you know it's good to take a break you don't have to do it every day if you miss a day because of the weather not a huge deal but if you're consistently missing because of the weather it's good to have a fallback plan in order to still be able to keep things going uh, with your physical fitness Losing excess weight can lower your risk for breast cancer. Dropping extra pounds may do more than help older women feel good. It may help lower their risk for breast cancer as well. In a new study, researchers observed that overweight women who lost 5% or more of their body weight had a 12% lower breast cancer risk than those who did not lose weight. Furthermore, women who increased their weight by 5% or more experienced a 54% greater risk of triple negative breast cancer. That from the journal Cancer, October 2018 definitely doesn't hurt to be closer to your ideal body weight. Um, Maybe not perfect, but a constant effort with what we're eating and how we're eating, as well as getting our body moving, uh, is always a good idea. And here, related with lower risk for breast cancer. So there's your motivation for function, food, and fitness based on that study. Finally, on the chiropractic side of things, with low back pain, we all have the back. We probably use it uh, all throughout the day, either excessively or in a sedentary fashion, or if we're even in moderation, which is better for it, maybe we're still doing things wrong. And those risk factors um, can increase likelihood of back pain in your life. 80% of Americans will suffer from low back pain at some point in their life, and the National Institute for Neurological Disorders and Stroke lists the following risk factors for lower back pain. Advancing age, a low fitness level, pregnancy, weight gain, genetics, repetitive and or heavy lifting occupations, and wearing a heavy backpack. Some of these risks can be reduced by living a more active lifestyle, maintaining a healthy weight, and improving ergonomics in the workplace. That from the National Institute of Neurological Disorders and Stroke, October 2018. So it's interesting that the back pain prevention or the risk factors for it here are listed from a neurological and stroke perspective. And that's because low back pain is one of the key comorbidity factors that if you suffer from low back pain, it's even harder for you to maintain your level of physical fitness and or because of the pain, maintain a healthy lifestyle even when it comes to your nutrition choices. 
So that correlation is a very quick downward spiral for poor health. And that's why maintaining back or spinal health is so valid and so important, especially because of the relationship it has with your uh, spinal cord and your function of your nervous system. So watch out for those risk factors. But overall, what it takes to have a healthy back, whether it's low back, mid back, neck, and so on, is uh, maintaining your lifestyle factors. And um, doesn't hurt, again, to consult with a healthcare provider, especially a paramedical provider. And you know what? The reality is, if you didn't have a spine, chiropractic wouldn't exist. You do have a spine, so chiropractic exists. We're the only ones in the healthcare system, and I know that's a bold statement, but we are the only ones on a daily basis who are focused on the function of that system, not just the pain of that system, not just the problems it creates, but the actual function and the correlation with your overall health in that system. Chiropractic is a big focus on spinal health and definitely a good choice for the first place to go if you do have low back concerns or you'd like to prevent them in the future. Your quote for today as you head into Halloween comes from Matthew Henry and it says, After a storm comes the calm. No matter what you may be going through now in your life or especially with your health and wellness, there is a solution to stabilize things, bring back some happiness, let your joy come back out. It's just a matter of pursuing those options and never giving up and finding a way to balance your life in moderation so that you can go back to some better quality and uh, it can definitely happen with the choices you make on a daily basis. We're going to help steer those for you through the daily health update. And by all means, if you're not as good as you want to be and you'd like to get better, get out there and consult with various paramedical providers and um, we'll get you back in action through function, food and fitness. All right. But sometimes you got to spoil yourself and tomorrow's Halloween doesn't hurt to have a little treat. Get out there, enjoy some of those costumes. And again, if you're not into Halloween, then get out there and enjoy this beautiful fall weather wherever you may be and um, make the most of it. I will be back with you tomorrow on Halloween for your spooky daily health update. Catch you then.